Writers, does anybody have an idea or a story? How about uh, this time travel ad? Guy writes a classified that reads, Wanted, someone to go back in time with me. This is not a joke. You'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapons. Safety not guaranteed. I've only done this once before. I want to find this guy. You know, see if maybe he believes in this stuff. I don't know. I think it could be funny. You want to do it? Can I get a couple of interns? Help me with I'll the research. It. Me, do, please. Me. Do you sell guns here? Something sexy and affordable with killing power? Is there a pest problem? Well, if your ad had been written properly, I may have a better idea of what I need. I hope you worked harder on your calibrations. My calibrations are flipping pinpoint, okay? Mm. You ever face certain death? If it was so certain, I wouldn't be here, would I? I'm certain I'm being recorded, I'm certain I'm being followed. What's wrong with this guy? What makes you think there's something wrong with him? Because he thinks he can go back in time. What are you going back for? The mission has to do with regret mistakes no matter how tempting it will be we're never ever gonna say hey leave your star wars figurines in the box because it'll be worth like hundreds more so kenneth why are you looking for a partner the world is mostly full of jank holes take these creepy glasses off and put these on you that dude right there crushes chicks i believe that there are purists out there and that's why i put that ad in the paper i think you're ready i trust you you should na, 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 hey. There are people following him. There are really people following him. This is intense. We're going 15 miles an hour. You come to that launch site, you take my hand, and I'll show you who can't time travel. What's your story about? I don't know anymore, actually. It's my hope that if you're watching this video, something incredible has happened. Hello and welcome to Time Babble, where my colleague and I babble about films. More specifically, time travel films are films that generally mess about with the concept of time. The films will be a heady mix of highbrow and lowbrow, but the chat will probably end up heavily weighted towards lowbrow. This episode, we're looking at Safety Not Guaranteed from 2012, directed by Colin Trevorrow and written by Derek Connolly. The film stars Aubrey Plaza, Mark Duplass, Jake Johnson and Karan Soni. On the back of Safety Not Guaranteed, Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly were hired by Disney to write the yet-to-be-made Flight of the Navigator remake, but they are probably best known for the new Jurassic World trilogy. Our film this week is the everyday story of an outsider who, after his shift at the grocery store, has been building a time travel machine in his garage. He needs a partner to go back in time with, so he places an ad in the local paper. A jaded journalist and his two interns head to the small provincial town to see what is really going on. After they make contact with our time-travelling pal, truths and half-truths start to unravel. The idea was based on an actual classified ad placed in an issue of Backwoods Home magazine in 1997, although the ad was actually placed by the magazine's editor to fill the empty space. The film was produced on a very low budget and went on to win awards for directing, writing and Aubrey Plaza's central performance. What's that? <laughs> Straight away we get that, don't we, at the beginning of the film? Yes. What's that? That dates it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd not heard of this one before. Or I've had, well, I'm, I think I've heard of it, but I didn't actually realise it was time travelling. Yeah, so this is one of those films where I've seen it before once, but I always imagined it was like many, many years before 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah. It surprised me that it was relatively new. Yes. The only thing that started 2000 is still, I think, still technically Brand new. Brand new. Yeah, yeah, shiny. <laughs> yeah, it's shiny out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's dated in some ways as well, even though it's only 10-ish years old. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of has dated. But that might be its budgetary as much as its age, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I've watched it through twice now. I've not seen it before. We decided to do it for this. 
liked it both times, but it improved on the second time even more. So that's interesting. Some of the characterizations weren't quite as off on the second watch as on the first watch. I don't think, especially the the other main guy who's a dick completely through the film. Um, but, Jeff. But, yeah, but his oh god, he's, he's terrible. He's yeah, he's, I mean, he's only in his twenties, thirties, but he's the character's a complete man child. Um, yes, he is. Yeah, you know, he's within like one sentence. He's like racist, toxic, homophobic, sexist, disabledist. Oh, he's, he's all the isms. Yeah, you know, he's got it all. He's, he's, he's got his own weird little tick box bingo, but yeah, and he's ticked them all. Yeah, he's like a walking court case, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> You again? Yes, yes, my lord. Yes, my lord. <laughs> oh, sorry, I mean, my lord. He's got yeah. cancel written all over him. <laughs> yeah, but on first viewing, that character was really quite jarring and was the worst, and probably is the worst aspect of the film. On second viewing, the character itself felt a little bit more, that is just the character. The character is that character. But what the film is trying to do and doesn't quite achieve, no. it tries to redeem him. Well, he did cry on the go-kart. Yeah, but he was absolutely <laughs> wasted. And trying to oh, get yeah, off yeah, with a yeah. teenager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, did you have? Uh, yeah, the other one on the list. Uh, the the. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe that's yeah. Yeah, is that just with a better actor that would have worked? I think what what they're trying to do is they have these kind of stereotypes of like an emo, you know, sad girl. You've got yes. you know the douchebag who we've just described. Yeah. We've got like the young Indian student who's like a tech wizard. Yeah, super nerdy. Yeah. And and what they're trying to do, I think, is trying to give them humanity and sort of subvert those kind of cliches. Yes. And it kind of does to a certain extent, but not quite. No. It's not as strong as it could be. Don't get me wrong, I really enjoy this. You know, it's a yeah. really good example of an and American I think that, movie. Uh, maybe that's what part of the audience is that you kind of like something about you're prepared me. to forgive some of its shortcomings as well. It wouldn't have got as much as a pass if it had been a big budget film yeah. and it's low budgetary, uh, almost no budgetary in some of the scenes, it feels like. It kind of works for it. It does work to its benefit, you know, mm. how it's shot, looks really lovely. I think they've used old, like, 70s, 80s lenses. I can't remember what they were emulating. Is it Hal Ashby? Yes, Hal Ashby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington State, isn't it? And it works with that, that kind of atmosphere and that kind of older, kind of looking... Film. And the music kind of works, even though you, in some cases the music's a bit clunky and amateurish. The music is really nice. I mean, there's enough musicians in Seattle, for God's sake. There, there isn't anybody who isn't a musician. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just pop over to Portland. <laughs> Streets are, you know, washed with them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, get each one to record a different song and make it a, a Nobody All Stars. I quite liked and some of the scenes it kind of worked it just it add, I can't work out if it added to its kind of amateurish charm I kept thinking of how Hartley and his films mm. and music in them really really beautifully chosen and yeah well maybe Cat Stevens wasn't available for this maybe <laughs> he's he's so um, precise on what his choices are and he you know they're, they're super low budget as well yeah maybe th- maybe this would have been better if it had the budget to have used existing songs rather than new music maybe that's maybe maybe that's more budgetary than anything else i mean a- another thing that really does benefit is the writing so like the dialogue is pretty much really great and there's yeah. some real zingers in there as well delivered really well yeah yeah well, one of my favorite scenes is where she first tries to hook up with ken oh yeah rambo outside of ken yeah and he, he works in the supermarket and she kind of like sidles up to him. He's like, do you sell guns? <laughs> and he's like, he doesn't say no or yes. He goes, what kind? <laughs> yeah. 
we find out knowing full well that they don't sell guns. But yeah, yeah, it's, it goes, well, yeah what you after? Yeah, yeah you but after? She, then she says um, <laughs> something sexy and affordable with <laughs> killing power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very very good. But yeah, that scene, and I think that's where the film comes alive. The moments where it's those two, the, the, that's where the film kind of just goes more than one notch. Yeah, you're right. The, the relationship the other two, is really, really good. Yeah, the other two mm. kind of pull it down a little bit. When those two are on screen, I think you're it kind right. of yeah. goes up so much. And I felt that, again, watching it twice in, in, a, in a week, I, that definitely felt like I wanted to just spend time with those two because that just is beautiful. No, I agree. The, the chemistry and just how they work is just... It's so good. Yeah. As an example, he's stacking Campbell soup cans, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, she grabs one. She still just looks at <laughs> yeah. it, pops it up, and then makes sure it's in the oh, right. Yeah, facing out. Facing yeah, yeah, out, yeah. yeah. And that just says so much about her character, his character, and her kind of trying to appeal to his nerdiness. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that whole first scene, that's the first scene with the two of them, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just so good. Yeah. Just so good. Well, yeah, because on the gun thing, it's like, oh, no, just, is it the um, swingy thing with spikes on the end? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, um, mess? Or he's like, what? It's like, well, if your advert had been better, I'd know what to ask for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the ad, um, I think you'll find it wasn't 1997, it was 1987 oh. that the ad went in. Oh, interesting. Mm. Oh, okay. Maybe you need to do a 1987 over the I might just leave it. I'll just leave it. Nobody's going to check. No. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I actually researched that. Yes, I did. Everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oops. My colleague is just double checking his facts. I, I like to to disprove myself of the fact that it's like, yeah. Oh, you see, interesting. It just said 97. Oh, okay. On my download, it came with some featurettes. And, oh, um, okay. Oh, the guy who wrote the advert was is on the in featurette, and he says 1987. But he was quite he got, old, he might have forgotten. He, he probably got it wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good point, actually. You know what old people are like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're always getting things wrong. Yeah. But he was saying, like, um, he still gets letters. Like, oh, put, wow. To the PO box. Yeah, so the letters get written to a PO box. Yeah. And he says he's got, over the years, he's got thousands and thousands of letters. Oh, nice. And people From... are still sending them. And he's got a cameo in the film. So when they're staking out the um, PO boxes... Said that weird. <laughs> when they're staking out the PO boxes, the PO the BO, boxes, the PO boxes, yeah, PO boxes. When they're staking them out, he's the old gentleman with the ah. white hair and white beard. Oh, okay. Where they, where they kind of go he's creating yeah. his own oh, kind of nice act. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because the guy yeah. hey, oh, he can't be a time traveler. He's like he's classic time traveler. White yeah. guy, glasses, beard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Ken. It's our Kenneth. <laughs> He is so good. I've, I don't. I think I have seen him in other stuff. Zero, Zero Dark Thirteen, a few other bits, but I don't really know him very well. But no, me neither. He's so good in this. Yeah, even with one ear. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's doing his Van Gogh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Van Gogh. And that's how you kind of know you're in no budget territory. Where it, you can tell the scenes where his ear's been doctored, <laughs> and then the scenes like oh, it's just your ear, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's you should explain to listener what, what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, yes. So in, it turns out our Kenneth... Cuddly Ken. Funny, yeah, little Ken has got a um, a missing ear, but he's only got one prosthetic ear. He couldn't afford both ears as a child. His parents rather couldn't afford both ears as a child. So he has a stick-on ear as an adult. And there's a scene in the diner where he turns quickly and his ear kind of flops off. 
<laughs> that's just after that really weird backwards kid with the bubble gum. Yeah, I really like. Yeah, we can't, we can't eat in here. There's a mutant kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they're the only four people in the whole restaurant. I think so. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, we can't eat here. Somebody just spat some gum out. <laughs> and he gets and he, his ear falls off, and at that point, he kind of, he kind of does a little runaway temper tantrum. Yeah. Yeah, but in quite a few of the scenes, it's kind of obviously we've got the stuck on ear and we've got his real ear. But the scene after that diner is quite interesting as well because it's shot with her blocking his face. You're right. Blocking his yeah. ear. So we don't have to presume they couldn't afford to do the effects twice. <laughs> we've got one of these. <laughs> Keep it safe. <laughs> don't move your head. Do not move your head. <laughs> the central story that's, that, again, is the two of them is just the heart of the film and it's just beautiful. The progression of that story is just so nice. It is. They do like a, there's training montages, oh, which are really good. So Oh God, they're all like uh, they're clearly um, ad-libbed yeah there's a few moments where you can see they're kind of like laughing and they're enjoying and you yeah, can it's tell those it's moments like, yeah. yeah I kind of feel they should have done that for the rest of the movie like really stuck to their guns a little bit but you know maybe they, they couldn't I don't know yeah if there'd have been a bit more improv somewhere in it that it would have maybe I mean, it might, yeah. they might have been it might have just been cut down I there's a variety of uh, training montages and uh, it really <laughs> yeah. reminded me of those bits in Highlander <laughs> oh, okay. you know when uh, <laughs> Sean Connor is chasing uh, <laughs> Um, what's his name? Tarzan of the Apes. When they're both running down a beach. Yeah. <laughs> Tarzan the Ape Man. Yeah. <laughs> Tarzan the French Ape Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best actor ever. Oh, God, yeah. 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 He does yeah. a travel film. Well, well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know, actually. Yeah. yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, okay. I think it is on our list, but there are lots of things on our list that we're never going to oh, look way at. way down. Oh, God, yeah. Way down the list. Way down. I mean, yeah. we're going to do Goodnight Sweetheart before we get to that, aren't we? Let's full face series. It. Full yeah, series. Sorry, yeah, full series. <laughs> series 17 of Time Babble will just be Goodnight Sweetheart from uh, beginning to bitter end. Oh, it would be bitter as well, wouldn't <laughs> Include, it? Including the stage version. <laughs> oh, no. Musical. <laughs> yeah, on ice. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking. Get Lindhurst oh. out of retirement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a really good ice skater, though. Can, Did you I see him on Dancing on Ice? Oh, I presume you... No, uh, no. <laughs> I was prepared to go along with this, um, but this is an actual time bubble fact. No, I, don't, I don't know if it is. <laughs> I just made it up. Uh, oh, yeah, double bluff works. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He, he was good in that version of Swan Lake. Though, he was, yeah. yeah. He should have worn a bit less revealing costume, though. A bit less swan. A bit more swan, A, a bit more swan, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But a bit more, more swan. More Hurst. <laughs> more swan. <laughs> it's the only stage direction he's ever taken. It is yeah. true, yeah. Mm. He's he's notoriously difficult to work with. Oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless, unless <laughs> David Jason, right? He was so like, ah, oh. they get on so well on screen, don't they? Like, you know, his grandpa David oh, Jason, yeah, yeah, and Lindhurst has been like mucking around. Oh, are we in Abbott and Costello territory yeah. where they hated each other? They just hated each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But there's not been any remakes of any of those things. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Rock and chips, except for on stage. Yeah, so what? What? Rock and chips. Uh, but they're not in. No, they're not in it though. Are they? No, they, they had to invent a new show because they wouldn't come back. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> proof, <laughs> proof. <laughs> Never going to work with him again. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the phone's ringing. That could be Nicholas Linders wanting a cameo appearance in the in our... Oh, no, he will as well. I'll Don't pick it. up the phone, whatever he'll you do. He'll cast a fortune when oh. uh, we come to do seventh, Series 17. Oh, no, he will. Good night, sweetheart. I'm just hoping one of the lawyers doesn't pick it up. Yeah. Oh, they're back. <laughs> oh, they're never not here. It's just, you know... Yeah, I just they, couldn't see them. They've learned to crouch. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you train them to use the toilet like everyone else. <laughs> 22 lawyers having a poo in your kitchen. They're just crouching. They, you know, they've learned a new thing and they just won't not do it now. Oh, that's fair enough, it. I guess. It's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. You should see the little smiley faces. They're so oh, proud bless. of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's what gives the sound. It's nice. I think they, the sound is bouncing off the lawyers. And gives, it's nice. <laughs> that it's warmth. Nice. Yeah, it's an extra warmth. That deep resonance of the lawyer. <laughs> an extra layer of legal warmth. Time. Oh, oh yeah. <gasps> what is it for? Uh, doing stuff and things. Listen to me. Very good use of the phrase "jank holes." I like that. <laughs> <laughs> jank holes. Thinking, oh, I didn't. I mean, say what it. is oh, a no, jank hole? don't know. No, I don't know. Which bit was that in? Where was that? Uh, I can't remember. Cool. It was in the film, though. Oh, in the film, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up. Do you know what we're talking about this what week? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing this week? <laughs> uh, one of the reasons that I like American indie films is their mm. quirkiness. The characters are usually like kind of in-between characters, you know? So like those early Kelly Reichardt films where, say Wendy and Lucy, where okay. they're at kind of like transitional moments in their lives, but there's always these kind of quirky yeah. things that happen, that do happen in people's lives. There's a lot of freedom in them. Yeah, each of the characters is a kind of outsider in their own way, really. Most people probably think they're an outsider, but only a few people genuinely are. But this film is like each one of them has got their own little outsiderisms, which is quite nice. And usually they're able to inject their own kind of nerdiness as well. This is definitely a nerdy film. Oh, God, yeah. Doubt. And yeah. there's some nice bits where Ken asks Aubrey, um, do, you, do you know Star Wars? <laughs> he just makes a face. He's like, yes, I know Star Wars. <laughs> but then he, then he's talking well, about... There's some really nice Star Wars references in this. There is, yeah. 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 What were the other ones? Um, so before his ear falls off and, and just um, before the uh, moon kid spits out some gum, and he, they're talking about when going back in time. I think it's like, what would you do if you went back in time? And he says, I'll tell my younger self to keep the Star Wars figures in their box and things like that. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you could do something for the good of humanity. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, the, the beautiful scene later on where he's kind of like opening up. It's just heartbreaking. Oh, is that by the truck? And then he talks about the fact that he used to bring his Star Wars figures out with him to play because the figures get lonely if you leave them at home. They do. And it's just so nice. And then the other kids would laugh and burn them and yeah. melt them and stuff. And, and you'd bring them out, put them in the tin box and then take them back Which home. Which one were just... you? Were you the burner or the loner? I'll have been the lonely yeah, one. Yeah, me too. It was only, <laughs> me too. It was only friend. The only the... difference is that I didn't have any Star Wars figures. I didn't even have that as a crotch. No, I was just going to say, my mate, they were probably imaginary figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's a step up that, or a that step scene, back from that. But yeah. That scene's really good as well, though. Where he, there's a nice time travel gag where he keeps a box in there, a little tin, mm. and he says... If we get into trouble, what we'll do in the past? Because that, that tin's been there since like 2001. Yes, yes, since, since the one of the incidents, yes. It says if they get into trouble, when they go back in time, they'll put a note in that box. And yeah. when they check the box, they can go back and fix it. So before they travel, they can check the box to see if they've left themselves. Exactly, so they're like checking the box again. No, we're all right. Yeah, we're... <laughs> Has there ever been a note in there? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Funny that. But then there's that nice scene later on, very later on, where it looks like he's on the run. After all this disbelief and after all this stuff, here she goes and first thing she does is check the box yeah. to see if there's a note in there, which is a really nice little... Um... But she's flipped at that point, isn't she? She's yeah. she, She's gone onto his side in, in terms of belief. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, there's, there's those moments where she's asked, um, do you like him? Are you friends with him? And he's like, no, no, he's just an idiot. Mm. Just an idiot. But there's a nice mixture all the way through of her kind of defending him 
and rejecting him when when asked about him by the other two, which is quite nice. That kind of conflict of liking somebody that isn't actually really going to fit into society and that kind of, no, no, I don't like him, he's an idiot. And then, yeah, why are you calling him an idiot? It's, it's a nice kind of... All the characters are emotionally damaged, aren't they? Yeah, every single Every single one. And then the phone. Yeah. 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 Maybe not the ex... I think she is. Girl. Yeah, no, she is because she's she's, Cause well, she's, she's cruel. ex-husband. And... Yeah. Sorry, uh, Belinda. Belinda, yeah. So I thought you meant um, douchebag. Oh no, not douchebag's ex-girlfriend. But the ex-girlfriend of, of Kenneth, she's kind of just cruel and mean. Oh, I thought she was a really good character there. Oh, it's really well done. It's yeah. like it's on a high school movie with all the different types of high the school hierarchy, kids. The hierarchy of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like later on in life, and you can see Belinda in particular that she's not changed and she's horrible. But yeah. it's like the Heatherisms in her are very yeah. still there. And it's really beautifully written yeah. where... She's already fallen. She's already fallen for, for as a little yeah, Ken. Yeah. And um, she's saying kind of like, yeah, he's just a weird guy. I mean, you wouldn't, would you? Everyone has one of these. Yeah, you'd be you just hanging around because they're yeah. nice. So it's, just, it's just like, it's not, almost like a pet in yeah. a sense. When you, and you kind of know that exists as a... There's those friendships that exist like that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Ours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's two pets, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we can sleep each other out. <laughs> two, two hours doing a podcast. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's a good part. All those characters are, are harking to the... Uh, they're, well, they're all harking to the past, but some for different reasons. And the ones that are kind of completely emotional, redundant, the douchebag, Belinda, they're trapped. It's those people who are trapped as, as high schoolers, and they never, they never go past that point. Whereas Aubrey's wanting to go back for very different reasons. And so it's Kenneth, but Kenneth is kind of damaged goods, damaged goods from Belinda, really. I think there's other unwritten undercurrents of sadness in, in Ken, little Ken. It's not just Belinda, I think it's like the kind of family setup and things like that. That was the big push yeah. that tipped him over the kind of edge of what is reality. But the actual um, the actual high school kids in it, I guess they're high school kids, maybe a bit older. There's a bit where with Arnu and um, the douchebag where they go out on the lash. Yeah. And the douchebag is being a douchebag. And it's like a sitcom, um, Arnu and the douchebag. It is Arnu and the douchebag. It is, <laughs> yeah. 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 John, Tra- John Travolta was in that, I think. He was in that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, typecast as a douchebag, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone rooted for Arnu. Oh, God, yeah. Who didn't actually exist. That was the kind of irony of the, yeah. That was yeah. the one his, joke. His imaginary friend. Yeah, yeah. Did go on for eighteen series though. But, it yeah. did go on for eighteen series. <laughs> well, the, the, I really love the ending though. You know how like at the the end of St. Elsewhere and it pans down. It's like St. Elsewhere hospitals in a snow globe, oh, or yeah. in um, Dynasty where there's it's a UFO taking off. Oh yes, or landing yeah, yeah. or whatever. That was the other one, wasn't it? Was that not landing? That was not. Not, or, maybe not Sandy did it as it well. It was a spin-off one, wasn't it? Yeah, they got cancelled and there's a screw you. They did a spaceship. Yeah, it's a spaceship. I'm <laughs> sure. Was it not Sandy or was it Dynasty? Don't think it was Dynasty. I think it was a spin-off oh, that sure. got cancelled. We'll be mm-hmm. having a 1997-1987 moment. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> was, was there another spin-off? Yeah, of course there was. Rub <laughs> <Both> side. <laughs> the end of moonlighting where the camera pulls back and it's in a snow globe and it's well it's it's not bruce willis at all it's cardboard cut out uh it's a film studio isn't it they kind of totally break oh yes they the break the wall kind of, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah 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 oh, oh, i'm gonna get annoyed you're gonna be right aren't you i think i am yeah falcon crest was it falcon crest no <laughs> You're really grasping now. <laughs> Falcon Crest, wow. 
Is there any time travel episodes in Falcon well, Crest? Well, oh, we could do. Well, there's the, there's the uh, is Bobby in the shower? Is that is that <gasps> the ultimate time travel? It is. <laughs> that definitely generally messes about with the concept of time. Yeah, Bobby in the shower with his top popped off. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The man from Atlantis with everything. There we go. Yeah. yeah, apart from his like skimpy Atlantis pants. Yeah, and his, his webbed doodads. Yeah. A what? <laughs> <laughs> He's had his pants on all the time. I couldn't see that. <laughs> Hurry up! I'm losing the audience. <laughs> the one episode we decide to do live uncut yeah, that's right yeah <laughs> now now the viewer gets to see our ridiculous <laughs> levels of no that's not right no it can't be that <laughs> no it's oh no yeah it is right yeah. oh sorry hang on it's the, uh, the Colby's Colby's for my car. I'm in the middle of the desert at the junction of Route 61 and Diamondback Road. I'm having trouble with my engine. It's, it's dark and I need help. Can you give me the number of the nearest? Sorry, I can hardly hear you. I said I need help. Hello? Hello? And wow! Spacecraft at the end of the call. There we go. You're both wrong. Yeah. <sighs> spin-off of the spin-off. Brilliant. How yeah, we gonna fit this back in and uh, make it seamless <laughs> in the mix? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you meant the Colby's. Ah, there we go. Ah, no, you yeah. should say that. You should say that. I'm gonna leave all of this bit in. <laughs> so completely unedited. <laughs> Or like cancelled after two series. Cancelled after two minutes. Yeah, yeah. so I think you'll find it was the Colby's. <laughs> it was the Colby's, wow. The Colby's. Whatever it was Genius. that was Genius. the question. Yeah, I can't remember what we're talking about. No. In the standing in the desert is seemingly abducted by aliens in the finale. Uh, the series' most infamous cliffhanger proof the last one series was subsequently cancelled. That's why they did that. Beautiful. That, that should be the default if series are cancelled, and that should be the Alan Smithy kind of finish to any series where if they get cancelled, we know plot lines, spaceship abduction. Go for it, yeah. yeah. Just use the same footage from the Colby's. <laughs> just, just, just edit that footage. <laughs> just edit it in. <laughs> if, if that happens live on air, you know it's our last episode. That's right. Time! <laughs> They're very little. Say it again. They're very little. So I was talking about the teenagers, wasn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> An hour later. Um, we're back to usual mixing and um, cutting out the boring bits now. So uh, the listeners are like, oh, thank God for that. Oh. <laughs> that anyway, last three hours, that last three hours, how did I get through so it? So there's two girls and this is like really grumpy goth kid. Yeah. Right. And uh, to be fair to douchebag, he has a really good line. He goes, hey, Halloween, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> Want to smoke? <laughs> That's really and good. And he knows he gets up, he goes with the smoke. He, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Anu can have sexy time. But that whole setup is like, that's just, just a bit mm, icky, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of slightly redeemed because there's a whole sequence where he's like, you're going to get laid and all that nonsense. He's like, take these glasses off, put, put your collar up, put some sunglasses on like a jet pilot. But as soon as he goes into the room, Halloween's called out and he sits down. The first thing that she does is take off the sunglasses and just looks at him. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, that's a beautifully played moment. But, but the stuff around it is just... Oh. Yeah, I agree. But then that is that character setting that up, and it's kind of like 
it kind of works in that sense, but it just feels icky. Going back to what I said before, though, we are being asked by the film to sympathise with that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite get there, which is a no. shame. Don't get me wrong, it hits more than it misses. Sure. Yeah. That's just the weakest element within the film, and it's it's passable. There's a really good scene in it where Aubrey helps little Ken to steal some lasers from a medical facility. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Did you want to take that this? Whole, that whole <laughs> sequence is amazing. And so I think we're kind of dumped in the sequence in the same way that, that Aubrey is, um, in that it's she meets him one of the many kind of like secret rendezvous that they have, and meets him in a in a van on the beach, I think, and they they drive to a particular place. <laughs> while in the van he then just pulls on a balaclava explains that he's about to go in there and just get some lasers and stuff and leaves her with a runaway car and some instructions he then jumps out of the car itself and she's left in there going why is literally singing to herself is it why am i here what am i doing yeah why am i here what yeah. am i doing <laughs> it's kind of like and why kind can of like we all sing it oh yeah we, well, yeah yeah it plays permanently in our heads on a loop <laughs> yeah why am i here but then that whole sequence is just beautiful and that's him solo isn't it that's kind of like the rambo character just when he goes into the lab or the research place we get the beautiful security guard moment yes another classic but he just taps him on the shoulder (laughs) wakes him up and kind of goes waves his gun and the security guard kind of goes oh no almost like a (laughs) oh not again yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) This is after last Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But then the whole sequence where he goes into the room to get whatever technical equipment he's doing, and we're just following into the room, he's breaking in, and then we just turn around, and in the room opposite, there's like a farewell birthday or birthday yeah. party going on. <laughs> it's tiny little hats. <laughs> yeah. cake, little hats. It's just <laughs> wonderful. It's great, isn't it? He manages to get in the room. They don't notice him. Um, steals whatever nonsense it is. I think there's somebody in there making out as well. There is. They don't there notice is. him either because they're preoccupied. Um, comes back out with whatever equipment he's still. Quite a lot of stuff on a very small trolley. Something about to fall off, which he then catches. They still don't notice him. As he's catching it, the door of the room slams behind him. Yeah. We then look back into the room and they're all just deadpan staring yeah. at him. It's but a that, really good timing. Oh, so good. But then that just carries on where they just gently and politely follow him out. Follow him, yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Are you, where are you, are you going? Are you right Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's brilliant, that scene. Yeah. Brilliant. In fact, there's a scene where he realises the moment he takes his ball, pulls the balaclava down and he realises the camera, so he does one of his rolls across the floor so the camera can't go work out who he is. <laughs> <laughs> the whole sequence is just beautiful. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> There's also the kind of very, very, as well as that car chase scene. There's a really slow car chase scene. There's the three it? car chase scene <laughs> where, where it turns out somebody is following our Kenneth. Yeah, to, uh, well, the FBI. Well, they didn't have the FBI jackets, but it says FBI on the back. That's how I recognise That's FBI. true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they did have the traditional raincoat. Like trench coat type things. thing, yeah. yeah. Mm. And there's like a tiny, very slow car chase with, with Kenneth, the FBI, and our reporter friends um, following them. Yeah. This is so intense. This is so intense. We're only going at 15 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Those little kind of moments just pepper throughout the film. It's just really kind of cool. Speaking of pepper. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, right? Yeah. I was thinking, it's oh, a good name. It's a solid name, Aubrey Plaza. Uh-oh, is it not a real thinking, name? No, it is a real... Well, I have no idea. I didn't look. But I was trying to think of other actors with things in their names. Oh, okay. And uh, we just have a new competition called Things in Their Names. (laughs) 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 
For one week only? Does it? Ha- <laughs> it can be inanimate or animate. <laughs> Does it have to be film stars or can, yes. can it be Barry Carriage Carl who lives down the road? No, no, it can't be a mate from down the road. No. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so we've got Aubrey Plaza, we know that. All good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, Sally Field. Nice. Uh, we've got uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> On all the other bridges. That's right, yeah. <laughs> the bridges of Madison County. <laughs> It'd be brilliant if they were in that, wouldn't it? Someone. <laughs> the film is just the bridges having a picnic. That's in, right, um, yeah, Madison yeah. In County. Madison County, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I might do a short film. I'm going <laughs> to make the first time back with a short film. Nice. The Bridges of Madison County. I won't get sued, will I? I don't think so. No, yeah. they're prob- they'd probably be up for being in it, to be fair. Yeah, they, they would be. Yeah. Well, I presume most of them are still alive. Yeah. 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 Most well, of some of them are still alive. Mm. Does Cary Grant fall into that? A Grant? It's fairly inanimate. It's not a real thing. Yeah, Grant's inanimate. Yeah. It's very good. Can you think of any mm. others? No. Got a few more. Got Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it all Beautiful. Written? First names. Yeah. First names. Nice. Ebba Stone. Okay. That's oh, right. Man. Oh, nice. Sandra Bullock, brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said animate as well. <laughs> it's allowed. In, in or animate, yeah. And uh, the, the last one I thought of was Max von Houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, he is related to Harry Carriage Car. Yeah. He is, he is. <laughs> That's why Bergman was attracted to him. He loves houseboats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very yeah, depressing yeah. houseboats. See, my brain, my brain is thinking of inanimate and animate objects and then trying to work it back to films. I think that's I think like you should go the other way around. I yeah. need to probably go the other way. I think yeah. you do. Yeah, that was yeah. a fun game, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I think you definitely won that one. <laughs> well, I had prepared, to be fair. If I think of any more while this is happening, I'll just shout them out. Yeah, cool, totally. <laughs> or probably next week. I'll just shout them out next there week. There we go. Or whenever it is we put these things out. Next week. Our admin team sort that out. Yeah. yeah. Don't mess with the artists. No, we're here to create. That's right. (laughs) Only create. (laughs) Quality is subjective, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, Yeah, it really is. I felt like I pressed that button on my laptop that says podcast and I just jumped in, pressed it, and it went into a different podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I pressed that button quite a lot, actually. I'm in a different podcast. Get me out of here button. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I just sometimes switch the laptop on just to press that button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. You know, yeah, it's like a, it's like a monkey pressing for another banana, isn't it? <laughs> oh. yeah, some, sometimes, oh. sometimes a banana does appear. Uh, sometimes not. Often May, not. Mainly, mainly not. <laughs> Just, it's, it's, it's not. The laptop is quite close to the fruit bowl. So. That's true. Yeah, there we go. As if you've been down to Morrison's or not. That is true. We are yeah. babbling like bastards tonight. Yeah. Time. <laughs> what Mysteries and dreams. Listen to me. There's a couple of things. One thing I need to. Yeah, please. Know. Yeah. So I'm gonna get. get I know why. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 no apparent reason. <laughs> as we as <laughs> every week, it's becoming clearer <laughs> why we talk about the things we do. <laughs> Just to feed your nonsense. And mine, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Whoa, oh, yeah. whoa, 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 oh, yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Hello. I know. The scene you were talking about with the, with the douchebag and the, and the teenagers. Yes. Which is, which, is, which is kind of a, yeah. Um, is that after he's broken up with his girlfriend that he's yeah, got? Yeah, he, because he goes out on a night uh, to kind of... I'm going to go crazy because I'm fed up. Yes. So during that sequence where they're, they're out partying and he's trying to get drunk and trying to get... Teenagers drunk, crying on a go kart, all that kind of stuff. 
There's that going on, and then it just cuts beautifully to Aubrey and Rambo, um, Kenneth on the on the <laughs> beach, and there's like this this kind of this, this character who can't emote at all, and then we just cut to these two just kind of by the fireside. And they're just beautifully kind of opening up to each other. Yes. So nice. So actually, thinking about it, maybe it does need that kind of brittleness of douchebag and uh, Arnu. And that makes that scene so nice around the campfire where That's where it works, plays, yeah. He sings the song to her and stuff. Yeah. On his zither. On his zither. What, what's On his that musical instrument that you've got back there? Is that a guitar? No. It's my <laughs> travel zither. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've all got one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um... Got laptop, fruit bowl, <laughs> fruit zither, bowl travel zither. zither. It's never left the house. No, but technically, right. it's a travel. Yeah, zither. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about it. potential. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, anything could leave the house, but it never does. No, including well, apart from you. Then, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as the fruit bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty sorry state of affairs when the fruit bowl leaves the house more than you do. <laughs> We're laughing in the face of truth. Time travel truths. Uh, so I find out what's going on in the world when the fruit bowl comes back in. It's like, what have you done? Who have you been? Where have you yeah, been? What yeah, have you got going on? Yeah. All, all the fruit bowl scene is the underside of fruit. Time travel uh, truths. Yeah, just hanging out with the fruit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should we rename our podcast Therapy Session? <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, it saves me when I do go see my therapist. Yeah. And now all I do is just play this back. There we go. So I can I can just sit you don't there even and have to go. In, I can just sit there in lovely, lovely silence, have a little sleep. Mm. They get to listen to the podcast. Mm. One more listener. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're asleep, he's probably turned off. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because uh-huh. they, they know what's yeah. Yeah, that'll be a million things. pounds, please. <laughs> yeah, that's your forty-five minutes. You that's right. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, anyway. Sorry. I've no idea. <laughs> uh, this is all about distraction this week, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Dist- yeah. Distracting ourselves from the void. That's on the nice. tick box bingo. It's Yay. the only tick box that's been ticked every single time. Yeah, it's the ultimate yeah. tick box. Things yeah, that distract yeah, yeah. us from the void. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Poor the void. Time! <laughs> yeah! Nothing, actually nothing. I like how this film, the time travelly bit, is really just kind of not mocked, but it's mocked and it's kind of underplayed and it might not even be a thing and this is broken people and this definitely won't be a thing. Um, But then the little payoff at the end is just really nice. My memory of the film when I first saw it is that Aubrey runs down. I remember water and I remember some kind of like flashy disappeary bit. (laughs) And this is as vague as my memory gets. Yeah, yeah um, no, that's very, I thought very good. that she didn't go back in time, that he kind of like just disappeared. So you were left unsure whether actually, the time travel was actually a thing and he actually yeah. did it. But yeah, no, it's totally clear. They, they, they do. Yeah, yeah they, get on, they get on the time <laughs> But I like that. Ball. You know, I think, you know, it's really, it's really bold to say, yep, that happened. Yeah, Love no, it. that's cool. Yeah, because they would be at the rendezvous point and the, the machine itself is a, is a boat, you know, a time travel boat. But it's kind of... Time travel boat, yeah. Is yeah. this the first time we've come across a boat as a time travel I think it is. I'm pretty sure one of the, the, it's probably it one is. of the very few time yeah. travel boats. Yeah, apart from ours, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's out of the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
can't park no, a boat. It's, it's in the it's in the garage. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, you can. You it's can never park been, a boat. It's, it's never, never been, been used. It's never been on the water. It goes outside as much as you do. As a fruit bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The fruit bowl sometimes <laughs> takes it for a spin. Where have you been today? <laughs> ah, I've been out taking the time bubble time travel. Hang on, Mick. You were ripe when you set off. Ah, there we go. Green again. Yeah. Clues. Yeah, yeah, but no, I love that because they could have just had it with, without any of that in it. Yeah, they could have just pulled away yeah. and not even touched upon the yeah. time travel stuff, which I think would have worked and made it a different film. But the fact that it's like, oh no, he's not bonkers, but he's bonkers, but he's bonkers in a good way. Bonkers um, in a good way. Yeah, he's, he's, he's inventing a related time boat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I, like, I, like, I, like Einstein and Bowie did. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, both nerds themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things when she's defending him, isn't it? They're saying he's just an idiot and he's just a freakazoid and all that stuff and with his quantum physics and stuff and time travel and she mm. kind of goes, well, "You're calling Einstein and David Bowie idiot." Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's a good line. Another good yeah. line. Yeah, you know, his nerdiness comes from the director or the writer or both probably. Yeah. And um, there's a lovely bit where they he name checks the contra code. You come across uh, that, okay? So it's um it's a computer game on Nintendo called Contra and okay, yeah. um they left a cheat code in by mistake. You get like extra thirty lives or something like that. Oh right, okay. He says the code in the oh, film. Oh, is that the four 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 one four or something? Is that yeah, right? so it's it's well it's not it's oh, not quite yes. that. It's because it's no. um up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A. Right. Start and uh, originally it was using Gradius, which is a good game. Oh, okay. The many listeners should check it out. <laughs> yeah, the other, they've written that down. And yeah. and you know the cheat code now, so that's even better. But uh, Konami, the um, software company, the games company, mm. left the same kind of cheat code in loads of different games, so it's the oh, same thing. Okay. Oh, wow, it's a really okay. nice thing to do. Oh, so it's like a little Easter egg. Yeah, oh, that's mm. nice. No, I did. I, I mm. when he did that and he did the here's the code, memorize it and all that. Kind that of was stuff. like the cipher, was wasn't it? Four four one four thing or whatever it was. Oh, so there's another like off the cuff moment. I think oh, it's just okay. when he's talking about the Star Wars figures. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's quite a slight film, but it's when you start sort of like picking it apart, like we've done surgically. You know, yeah. like a mortician does a corpse. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if, if they can be bothered, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, meet my sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I How did they die? I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> How did David Bowie and Einstein die? Huh? Oh. <laughs> the film is kind of very, it's very light, very slight, but it's really kind of nicely done. Like you say, those American indie films, and it just kind of has a nice element of, of quirk to it. And the, yeah, and the subject matter is yes, just diff- it's different from, even if you did, did again, as we said, or possibly have said, as cutting out the time travel bit, it would have still worked as a character piece. Which is, you know, again, really good evidence, if you need any more evidence, which we don't, that time travel films can do pretty much anything. Yes, can you know, do anything. can do anything. And I, I do like the phrase quirking as well. It's a bit like twerking, but with less bottom. <laughs> 30% <laughs> less bottom. And out. And now it's time for Haiku on the Brick. So, in in our poetry corner, who would you like to? Where would we? Is like it corner to... or is it poetry circle or is it poetry dodecahedron? I think you back poetry into a corner. You do, don't you? We certainly yeah. do. <laughs> Threaten it with a knife. I'll slit your throat. <laughs> well, it's an endangered animal, isn't it? So you it have is. to kind of capture it by trapping it in a corner. Yeah, we're the platypus of the poetry world. <laughs> 
People have admired my duck billing. Uh, <laughs> I've always admired your duck billing. <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> yeah, from a safe distance. From a very safe distance. <laughs> but you don't see poetry out in the wild. So you don't. You, you know, it's rarely spotted, and when you do spot it, scare it into a car. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that's why David Attenborough doesn't like poetry. But he's never seen one. He's looking in the wrong places. No. He's seen thousands of duck-billed yeah. platypuses. Yeah, and but, gorillas um, and... Um, all sorts. Yeah. yeah. Other squirrels things. and stuff. <laughs> squirrels. <laughs> Frogs. <laughs> Mr. David Attenborough, what is your favourite animal? <laughs> I wonder what it is. Has anyone asked him that question? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> the one question that you need to ask David Attenborough, and no one has asked That he it. really wants to answer. He's desperate to I answer I mean, it's it. going to be those gorillas. You know what? He's going to put it on his gravestone, isn't he? It was... Blank. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. The answer is engraved on the inside of my coffin. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> if we you want to know, we have to dig up, up David <laughs> to find out what his favourite animal was. <laughs> <laughs> and now some poetry. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you go first, sir. Oh, okay, I'll get, I will go first. I am on the haiku, obviously. Of course you are. Wouldn't want it any other way. No, no. I'm on a specific bit. Oh, well, oh, two specific bits that hopefully have survived the edit. And here we go. <laughs> the zither of love beckons you round the campfire. Jump on the time boat. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. It has um, seriousness and levity betwixt. But not between. No. Oh God, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Ooh, wow. No, I like it. I love the ones. The, the zither of love is like, oh, it's going in. Yeah, the zither of love. I mean, what a great opening line. Yeah. yeah about the rest of it, but blah blah blah. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. But that opening line is perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Very resonant of the film as well. You know, good lines, content. Speaking of which... <laughs> yeah, are we haikuing? Are we limericking? We're haikuing this week. Nice, double haiku. And um, I've, you know, I thought last week I'd honed in as much as a poet can possibly hone in on the numbers of the androids, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you thought that was niche. Well, you ain't heard nothing yet. Oh, I'm genuinely worried. <laughs> Until I say it. Here we go. Press up, up, down, down, then left, right, left, right, B, A. That's the contra code. Nice. So, they, so they'd accidentally written a haiku as well. <sighs> Incredible, yeah. right? Nice. That's pretty good. How did Konami do it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I like, you're kind of on a, yeah, your, your niches are getting nichier. They're really getting yeah. nichier, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, they're almost niche. They're really there, niche, niche, niche. niche. <laughs> <laughs> There's a niche within a niche within a niche. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. How far can this go, though? Nice. Well, I reckon you can just keep going. Spiral downwards. Yeah. Yeah, like everyone is in life. This is what haiku is. It's speaking... Truth to life, isn't it? Yeah, you're spiraling down, you're down, and down, 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 down till your height is on the head of a pen. Yeah, till there's absolutely nothing. Ah. Black, 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 smash, man. 
leather, black leather, crash, crash, crash. Black leather, black leather, kill, kill, kill. I got that feeling, black leather rock. How the thing happens with the thing.